Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, robocalls, deep fake videos, smart speakers, and even smart earbuds. All this and more coming up. In the run-up to the presidential election, Twitter says it has a plan to handle manipulated media, including deep fake videos. CNET editor-at-large, Ian Schur. Imagine an explosive video that's a deep fake that makes it look like a candidate did something or said something that they in fact did not. It could change the conversation. It could upset an election. And the worst part is it wouldn't be real. And he has this example. If you look up Jordan Peele, the director and and writer, and his video of Barack Obama, he actually shows himself controlling Barack Obama's head and making him say things that he didn't say. You may remember there were doctored videos of Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, making her look like she might be drunk during a conversation, even though she wasn't. So this is what Twitter is planning to do. They have a couple of ideas. One would be to add a warning before someone tried to like or share one of these videos saying this might be fake. Another thing would be to try and include some information that kind of shows how it's been fake. Now, to find out more on this topic, we talked to University of Akron computer science professor, Dr. John Nicholas, who teaches classes on cybersecurity. It's very, very hard to tell if it's a good deep fake. However, You want to look for key things. Do the facial expressions match the words? Watch the blink patterns. Right now, the one key is blink patterns. People people blink at at defined intervals. We all do it a little bit differently. If somebody's blink pattern seems funny, if their facial expressions don't seem to be quite in line with what our natural instincts are telling us a facial expression should be for a sentence like that, be suspicious. And so really what you're looking for are the mannerisms that we pick up on instinctively when we talk to somebody face-to-face. And if those seem a little bit off, there's a good chance it's a deep fake. The concern is that these deep fakes might be used in a weaponized way to subvert or affect the upcoming election in 2020. Do you share those kind of concerns? And if so, what kind of advice do you have then for people? I absolutely share that concern. We should all be very aware because there will be attacks on this election through deepfakes, through social media, and that kind of thing. So what we really need to do is verify it by multiple sources. We have got to get out of our society where we do confirmation bias and we only look at this news source or that news source. If, If you see a video and it's occurring across all of what people now call the mainstream media, it's probably been vetted and is legitimate. And if it's just popping up in Facebook or some social media or some what I would call fringe newsy sites, um, I would be suspicious of those. Right. You know, when I'm on Facebook, a lot of times I'll look at my Facebook feed and I can tell that there's certain friends who always go for these fringe sites and I never click on what they're sharing because I'm always worried that there's something hinky about it. The fringe sites, those that are extreme either to the left or to the right, 
are where the cyber warfare is going on and this social warfare is going on. So if you're going to get some virus or some sort of tracking software or something like that from a nefarious site, it's most likely going to come from these that are either far to the left or far to the right. So I say keep it right down the middle and you'll be safe. And then when you are teaching your students about cybersecurity, do you talk about these kinds of issues and do you help them figure out how to block these kinds of attacks? We talk about that every day in my classes. It's unavoidable in this field. I usually get in here several hours before class scouring the news and anytime I see anything that's cyber related, it's coming from a legitimate site and all of our IT professionals across campus are always sending me links to warnings and things like that and we address that every day. Some of those conversations get a little heated because I'm going to say some things that eventually offend somebody on the right or the left. But the truth is the truth, and we need to get that out there. And the weakest link in cybersecurity right now is our willingness to click on something we shouldn't have based on some personal belief. Next, we'll take a look at fraudsters trying to trick you, not with fake videos, but with robocalls, which reached an all-time high in the U.S. last month, $5.7 billion. In fact, CBS News reports, U.S. consumers have been flooded with 49 billion robocalls so far this year, which is more than there were in all of 2018. As a result, it seems Congress is getting a little closer to offering us some relief. Pam Coulter tells us how. Republicans and Democrats have found one thing to agree on. They don't like robocalls. Bipartisan leaders in Congress reached an agreement on merging their anti-robocall bills, making it likely that a bill will be sent to President Trump this year. The final bill requires phone companies to verify that phone numbers are real and block calls for free. It also gives government agencies a greater ability to go after scammers. Pam Coulter, CBS News. Also today, lawmakers have proposed some new legislation that would require streaming services to issue emergency alerts. Jeff Colvin explains. Fewer people are watching traditional TV, and in the event of an emergency, that's a problem. I'm Jeff Colvin of Fortune magazine with the Fortune Business Update. Video streaming services like Netflix and Hulu are great ways to tune out the news and relax, but sometimes relaxing is not the best thing to do. The emergency alert system enables the government to reach much of the public through traditional TV, radio, and cable, but it doesn't work on streaming services. Now a new piece of legislation with bipartisan support would require those services to carry emergency alerts and users would not be able to opt out. Emergency alerts have come under criticism for false alarms in recent years. Hawaiian citizens were warned of an incoming missile attack last year, and New Yorkers were told to brace for an impending tsunami. In those cases, it's just as well that many people missed the warnings, but they also showed that the system needs fixing. In Florida, crime investigators hope to use one of those popular voice-controlled smart speakers as a credible audio witness. CBS News correspondent Gary Nunn reports. Hallandale, Florida police investigating a murder obtained a search warrant for audio picked up by an Echo smart speaker at the scene of the crime. They believe the device may have overheard a fatal argument between a woman and her boyfriend now charged in her death. Law enforcement believes evidence may have been captured via smart speakers and could be found 
found on the server maintained by or for Amazon. The devices are designed to detect only a chosen wake word, but it's possible for users to change that. Amazon says no audio is stored unless that wake word is detected. Gary Nunn, CBS News. Now from smart speakers to smart earbuds. Hearables are hot. I'm Brian Cooley from CNET in search of the next big thing. Hearables is the term usually applied to wireless earbuds that do more than just sound good. And they may be the largest category of smart wearable tech in the future, outstripping even smartwatches and fitness bands. Access to a smart voice assistant via earbud is a major new trend in this category from Amazon, Apple, Google, which also announced its next earbuds will actually handle voice assistance on a little computer inside the earbud, not always up in the cloud for faster response. Automatic language translation has been an amazing feature of those Google earbuds as well, but frankly less of a game changer than they had hoped. Now, active noise cancellation is in the latest earbuds from Amazon, Microsoft, and Google, and expected in the next ones from Apple. And it's one of those must-have features you used to have to buy bulky headphones, or at least wired earbuds, to get. Look for a lot more than just a cool color in the next earbuds you buy. Know what's next at CNET. And one more thing before we sign off. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future programs, you can now send them in to us. Just go to WAKR.net and look for the latest edition of This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Then scroll down to the comments section. Thanks for listening and see you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.